Hi, it's it's time for the ghosticles. It is. Are you ready? <laughs> hey, Michael. I'm always ready. I'm How always was ready. your birthday? It was uh, different. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was nice. It was nice, all things considered. It was my quarantine birthday, so but Brandon and Devin arranged it so that we had a little party on Zoom and we I played was some there. Jackbox games. You were there. I was Jack here was there. and I was there. Yeah, we played you Jackbox. Were everywhere, and uh, and they had uh, uh, they had cake. They brought cake out. I know. I, that's <laughs> when I was upset. I wasn't there. There. Oh, it was ice cream cake too. It was so good. I finally yeah. finished it yesterday, and so now I'm like, okay, I'm, I just for my birthday I gained five pounds. Um, that's that's all right. It's all right. You know, you're entitled to some weight gained on your birthday. I feel very strongly about that. I've heard if you have one big day, like. If you're eating healthy and then you have one day where it's bad food, that that food pretty much just gets flushed out. That there's not, you know, it doesn't uh, hold on that's, to it. I've heard that too, which is why I ate like shit for four days. Good. That's good. You wanted to make it count. Cause I wanted, I wanted to hold, I wanted to hold on to it. Yeah. I've only been eating shit like shit for like 90 days at this point. So I'm not that worried about it. <laughs> we'll be fine. It's we'll be fine. Fine. I'll um, go on forty-seven thousand We work out at jogs. home, but it, it's we we try to work out from home, but it's just not the same. Like I, there's yeah. something about as a gay man, I need to go to the gym and see other hot guys struggle. Right. I just need to. It's a I thing. I don't know. It's a huge motivator. You know, when I was trying to first go to the gym and get motivated, I kept, I'd wake up every morning and be like, oh, fuck, I don't want to go to the gym. And then I would think about the hot guys I'd see. They'd be like, yeah, Maybe I do. Go. I want to go to the gym. Yeah. See, here, my thing <laughs> and is. And there's like, you know, I, 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 I'm surrounded by these two hot men that I live with, but, you know, I, I need variety. Selfish. <laughs> you're selfish and you're a glutton for hot men. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to deny those accusations. <laughs> my problem is. That my couch is so fucking comfortable. <laughs> it really is. If you your been... couch is a fucking man eater. It is. It's a hug. Like, it is. You don't you just... sit down on that. It's a suffocating hug. It, it's not a hug. It's it's a euthanasia. It that can sometimes couch... get. It does get warm sometimes. You're like, why am I sitting in fire? But it's comfortable, and I know <laughs> that I cannot sit in that couch until I am done for the day. Every so... time I just go to sit on that couch. And I begin to sink into it. All I can think of is the movie Ghost when, like, the shadows come and drag the bad yes. people to hell. <clears throat> That's what it's like. You're like, ah! and then you just fall asleep. Right. But without all the screaming, it's just like, oh, this is so nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right now, Dexter is, it is, is, a great couch. is being kept asleep on that couch with, with that and twi- tranquilizers. Oh, poor Dexter. So. Oh, my God, Jamie. Y'all, y'all, she sent me a picture of the scar on Dex's on Dex's hindquarters. He had to have a little so surgery. Gnarly. For those who don't know, oh, Dexter had a little surgery on his little booty. Um, and it was like a week to the day after Leela passed. So yeah. I was, I'm very high strung right now with my dogs. And so, <clears throat> oh, um, it was a little one, but it ended up being a scar. It's the incision was probably eight inches. It's huge. Ugh. They just wanted to make sure they got anything in case it is cancerous. We don't think it is, but just in case. But right. if you have a Boston a puppy, Terrier, so. uh, yeah, if you have a Boston Terrier, you'll know that they move a lot. And so they had the stitches, which it's very leather face type stitching that was there. It was Oh God, it really is. It's horrifying. His ass looks like the Necronomicon. Yeah, yeah. And so 
Then what what happened was over the last over last weekend we tried to keep him still as much as possible, and he didn't tear at it or anything like that. But uh, p- the the part of the skin that was stretched the most to be stitched uh, was not committed to staying together. And I sent you, I sent you that picture as well. <laughs> uh, it was just like an eye winking at you of just flesh. And so <clears throat> I, uh, I messaged our our vet, and she called me, and she was like, "Yeah, give him, you know, give him Benadryl to knock him out tonight, and let's go see him in the morning." And so they restitched it on Tuesday, and then gave me some tranquilizers for him. So he is. Sleeping oh, constantly. And then gave you some tranquilizers. Oh, man, I could probably take a couple because uh, – actually, I could breathe near a couple. That's really all I have to do. I'm so susceptible to that stuff. But, yeah, oh, he's – Lucky. So now it's great because he's still – he gets up to eat and he goes to the bathroom and all that stuff. But then I have to check him constantly to make sure he's still breathing, even though he's fine. <laughs> but it's like he's so still. <laughs> yeah. You and I are such helicopter <laughs> parents. It's yeah. it's kind of great. It drives It drives our significant others crazy. Yeah. Because Brandon's very like, he's fine. I'm like, is he? But you know what? I <laughs> and think... then Brandon will be like, God damn it. Well, now I'm second guessing myself. Yeah. Brandon has to be like that because of you, though. I think if you weren't like that, That's Brandon true. would be like that. Probably. And there, there are times we, we, we switch roles. It depends. Like, yeah. But it's I get to a point where I'm like, I I panic when no one else is because I feel like someone should be. And right. if everyone's panicking, then then I'm the calm one. Yeah. It's like we'll reason. just call each other and be like, hey, Michael, are you panicking right now? And he'll be like, yes, I am. I'm like, OK, cool. I'm fine then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you... I'm glad I could help. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for taking that for the team. I'll take next week. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, it's how it works. However it works. Friends, shall Speaking we begin? Speaking of panicking. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Let's start. You, I'll start. Yeah, you, you start. You start. I'll start. Okay. This is from Christy. So we've posted a few things on the TikTok since, you know, we're clearly addicted. Um, about, <laughs> about, uh, being, you know, about the podcast and stuff. And I think we have some more listeners, some new listeners because of uh, yes. TikTok. So, hey, guys. But we had one particular Welcome. person, Christy, who sent us a video of a story. And I was like, this shit's not going to play on the podcast. Send this in. I was much nicer than that, Christy. <laughs> you know that. So, <laughs> she sent in the story. <laughs> and so, this is Christy's story from TikTok. Okay. <clears throat> uh, this is the story of my encounter with a demon. The day that this all happened was a very stressful one, to put it lightly. My mom, brother, and I had all had a very loud and terrible fight that resulted in my brother moving out of the house at age 16 to go live with a friend. That night, I tried to go to bed. Many thoughts were going through my mind, but no thought that I had came close to what I encountered. As I lay in my bed trying to go to sleep, I suddenly hear someone in my brother's room tearing the room apart as if it's looking for something. At first, I thought it may have been my brother sneaking back into the house to get a few things since he left in such a hurry, but as I listened more closely, I heard a very deep guttural voice, voices coming from the room. That's not okay. No. <laughs> Hashtag do not like. Uh, <laughs> run, it's a demon. Um, that's a new saying we're going to say. Run, it's a demon. 
Whenever uh, I hear deep guttural voices or someone use that phrase, I always think of Dr. Claw from Inspector Gadget, which makes it a little oh, less terrifying. A little less, but still Ren is a demon. Uh, um, <laughs> it was at this point I thought we had possibly gotten broken into and that they were going to kill us or kidnap my mother and me. I listened closely and I could hear my mom snoring in the next room, which was weird because she's a very light sleeper and what I was hearing would have woken her. The room sounded like it was being torn apart, but suddenly it stopped and my brother's door swung open, slamming into the wall. And I heard very heavy footsteps stomping down the hallway towards me and my mother's room. But the worst part was the footsteps sounded like hooves from some sort of goat or horse. Or or hooves, as the case may be. Whose hooves are those? Um, (laughs) Next time, just say that. It'll probably balance everything out because it's ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sorry. Hooves from some sort of goat or horse. At this point, I did what everyone does and hid under my blanket due to the complete fear I was feeling. That makes sense. I then hear my bedroom door slam open and the footsteps come up to me, laying in my bed, and I hear a deep, terrifying voice ask, where is he? Oh. Oh. It was at this moment I knew we were not being robbed. There was a demon somehow in our house, possibly manifested from all the negative energy that had been put out during the terrible fight we had earlier that day. But I do want to make one thing clear. My brother is an atheist. He doesn't believe in ghosts. He doesn't believe in spirits of any kind. He's never touched a Ouija board. None of us have because it's such a taboo subject for my family. I love that he's an atheist, but he's like, but I still won't do that because I respect the family. (laughs) Uh, Because some of us are very sensitive. I laid under my blanket crying from the sheer terror that this entity, the demon, produced. Uh, The the only thing I could think of was to say the bedtime prayer my mother had always taught me, the one that goes, our father who art in heaven. That's the Lord's Prayer. Um, Bible study comes back. Uh, (laughs) I kept repeating this over and over in my head. It must have been 10 times before the entity finally realized he was not going to get any information out of me, especially any information regarding to how to find my little brother. As uh, the NC stood up, he proceeded to say, dumb bitch, rude, (laughs) and stomped out of my room, slamming my door closed as it left. But also consider it. <laughs> and after that, I heard nothing from my mother's room, nothing from my brother's room, just silence. In the middle of the night, I woke up, in the morning, sorry, I woke up and went to talk to my mother in the kitchen and asked if she had heard what happened in my brother's room that night. She looked at me with a very concerned look on her face as I described what I had heard and told me that she hadn't heard anything that happened last night, especially the sound of hooves stomping down the hallway. I'm going to say I'm actually comforted by the thought that a demon would need help finding someone. Right, that's true, right? It, it, and that's it kind that of humanizes old... them, like, where is he? It's like, well, you go, fuck, you don't you don't have him chipped? Yeah, and that's that old, you know, like we talked about in a couple episodes ago, that old idea of what uh, the devil was and demons were, is they were like this, you know, haphazard creatures that weren't that great at things, so you could trick them. Um, they were tricksters, that you could trick them, and so... Uh, you know, I yeah, they keep were, they falling were like back the, on that the, stuff like they that They were happens. the D students of the angel class. Yes, yeah. I think that's what you had. You yeah. would experience a trickster that was pissed. But it seemed like what happened, it makes me wonder if whatever this argument was, and of course we don't need to know details, but whatever this argument was, was triggered by something, whatever this thing mm. was affecting the your brother in, in a however way. Because it seems like, 
it was looking for him for a specific reason. And I don't think it would have been brought just from an argument. I don't think that it's like an argument would have opened a portal. I think that was probably something that was attached to him already. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, it could also, like, the whole where is he thing, like, it could be, like, that's not the demon or, like, really asking where someone is. It's it's there to kind of, you know, it's it's reflective of the fact that he's not there. And, like, it's playing that up because yeah. it's attacking you, you know? So maybe that's their MO is to just be like, I want to really play up the fact that your brother's fucking gone and how does that make you feel right. kind of thing. So, and would you, know, you give him up? Would you give him up to me, you know? Yeah, like, Ooh, yeah. Creeper. Yeah. What an asshole. Good story. Good story. I like the detail of the hood. Yeah, what a dick. We don't like dick. him. This is why you're a demon, you shit. Um, <laughs> this is why you're in the D class. That's right. All uh, right. The okay. next one is from uh, Eileen Marie. I'm going to say it like that. Eileen okay. Marie. Perfect. Um, it's Eileen Marie. Uh, hello, Jamie. Hello, Michael. Hello. hello, Eileen Marie. I hope you enjoyed the holiday weekend. I had been struggling with a lack of spoons, so this took longer than expected to send in. Do you know what that until means? Until my friend Amber mentioned something the other day. No. You, okay, so... Uh, uh, it's a lack of spoons. spoons. I get it when, when I want to eat it's ice cream. It's basically, especially for people who have any kind of physical pain or emotional trauma, stuff like that. Um people who deal with anxiety, it's like you only have so many spoons in the day, right? So you have four spoons oh. in the day. And if you l- use all four of your spoons, you can't do anything until the next day or until somebody gives you spoons. So like the best compliment oh. you can receive, I think, from someone is if somebody's like, oh, you just replenished my spoons or, oh, I feel like I just got another spoon because of that. Because oh, it, I it, never heard that yeah, before. Yeah, it's such like a that. great, yeah. Um, my dad with his pain management before he passed that we dealt with spoons uh, in that. So it's just a way to like process it and think, okay, I'm done. Like I can't do anything more. I'm out of spoons and I don't have to because I'm out. And so there's less pressure on yourself to push when you need to just take a Mm. break. And so that's what, that's what spoons are. I'm it's I, cool. today it's nice. I learned. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah. I really just nice. thought there was a whole story. I'm like, oh, I just picture this this person <laughs> running around trying to find a clean spoon so they can have their lunch. And I was she like, Man, spoons? I've been there. She you know the game playing she plays spoon no. <laughs> it's, it's spoon like a yeah. musical instrument. Um, yeah. All right. So over this past <laughs> thank you for <laughs> yeah, that. No, I no, didn't know that no, now. No. And I'm gonna use it all the fucking time. Yeah, it's great. Uh, over this past Mother's Day weekend, I was house and pet sitting for fellow ghoul fam and their family. I do this anytime they travel and I'm familiar with the energy in the house. Their mother's younger brother passed in the house uh, at around 21 years old, and I'm not sure the particulars, as I always feel weird asking. He is definitely a good energy, and honestly, usually not around. Every now and then I will walk into a room and feel as though an unexpected person is there. I say, hello, I'm here looking after things again, I hope you're well, and it simply dissipates. This past Mother's Day was very different. I unlocked the front door and could immediately feel Uncle Tom's presence. I was a little thrown as he usually hangs out upstairs, but I chattered at the presence while I brought my stuff in and checked on the menagerie. At one point, one of my cat's spirits skittered past me, uh, which was chaotic. They have never followed me from my house before. Uh, My friend's dog and cat even stared at the black shadow of a fluffy cat while it went skittering down the stairs at about 2 p.m. in the bright sunshine. Uh, Nothing else odd happened for the rest of the day, just the soothing routine of walk, feed, snuggle, ad infinitum until bedtime. Sounds great. The really weird, right? (laughs) That sounds sounds great. Sounds like what I'm doing right now. Uh, The really (laughs) weird thing the next morning, 
the really weird thing is the next morning. I got up at 6 a.m., fed everyone, walked the dog, and then I went back to bed because, seriously, fuck any time before 8 a.m. True that. Or 10 a.m. Right, yeah. And also... And also, 8 a.m. I slept solidly <laughs> until I heard the distinct sound of the front door opening. Now, I'm not frightened very often, but alone in my friend's house, responsible for their things and their pets, hearing the front door open and heavy boots come up the stairs, I was momentarily terrified. Except the dog was not barking. Um, he who barks at squirrels and old women who jog past the house was silent. So Ooh. I stayed still, facing away from the bedroom door, and I felt soothed. I heard the door swing open a bit and a calm man's voice say, hey, it's me, I'm just checking in. Everything is good, nothing to worry about. The door then closed again and the heavy, foot, uh, the heavy boot steps retreated back down the hall and faded about halfway down the stairs. I rolled over and stared at the dog who was wide awake and gazing serenely at the door where my jacket was still swinging slightly. The dog sighed and laid his head back down and I knew it was true. He was just checking in. Everything was good. That being said, I immediately messaged my friend only to be told, well, Mother's Day is on my uncle's birthday this year. Uh, oh, <laughs> his presence is always strong this time of year. I'm glad he checked in. I made sure to sing happy birthday to him over the cupcake they left me as a thank you gift. Now, I was struggling with, uh, we will just call it an episode as I have no diagnosis and therefore it has taken me a while to write in. A few days ago, our friend uh, Amber, the battery, told me she also felt him come into the room she was sleeping in the night she stayed over. I believe you have her story already. Anyway, stay safe, stay sane, stay spooky. With love from Eileen, Amber, Red, and Uncle Tom. Wow. Right. At least Uncle Tom was really nice. And was I like, know. Hey, I'm just checking in. Just here to check. That That's he cool. takes time out of his birthday to make sure everyone else is okay. I know. That's very It was sweet. neat. It was it was a neat story. And then when it gets to the birthday, it's like, oh, no, it's extra I neat. I love that. Hey, Michael. <gasps> hey, Jamie. Did you know that we don't have any commercials in this podcast? I do. And I think that's something we should be proud of. Right. Uh, we now have a commercial in this podcast. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> it's for our Patreon, though. It's for us. Oh, that's different. It's for us. It's not It's not a commercial. It's an, it's, it's an infomercial. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's so, an extension of what we already do. Exactly. So we want everybody to know that we do have a Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash ghoulintentions. And you can help support the podcast there. We're not doing commercials, uh, which is where a lot of people make a lot of money. But right now, we want to make sure that we maintain uh, no commercials for you guys, except for this one. <laughs> so <laughs> the way that Patreon works, if you don't understand, it's a way that people can support art and artists financially so that uh, they can keep doing what they love. This podcast is something we love. We would love to keep doing it. It does take time and a lot of effort, and we do pay our engineer, Matt. So anything that you can do to help us, we would really appreciate it. We have several different tiers. Um at $8, starting at $8, you can become part of our Discord. Discord is like an online chat, and we uh, it has some really cool things. It's There's a whole community that started there, a really great support system. There's a section where they talk about anxieties. Michael has yeah. a book club on the higher tier. It's really fun, um, and it's a great way to yeah. just kind of talk to people, and, and kind of it's a kind of it's a great way to reinforce the Ghoul Intentions community, too. Most of you are probably That's familiar right. with Discord, but I love how much you can customize it. Yes, yes. And so uh, one of the things that we do is we have chats. So 
At the $8 level, you can get on Discord. At the $20 level, you're a Phantasm member, and that is $20 a month, but you become more of an integral part of the podcast. We take topic uh, suggestions from them. They also get, the truth is they get priority with ghost story readings. (laughs) I mean, it's true. Um, It's true. Um, There's also the... uh, uh, titles. A lot of titles we have are suggested by our Phantasm members, and that's where the book club is. So what we do is twice a month, we have chats with those Discord members. The first chat of this month will be on Tuesday, the 19th of May, 2020. So looking forward and to it. Yes, it will be at 7 p.m. Central, and we will chat. You guys can ask questions. It's kind of a Q&A about the podcast and ghosty kind of things, and it lasts about an hour. And that is for everyone on the Discord. Yes. And we've we've done it a couple times, and it's really, really fun. It's really fun. It's really, really cool. On Tuesday the 26th, we have another one, but that's for the Phantasm. Tasm level and higher and higher. It's only it only goes. <laughs> <laughs> but we have another pod, uh, uh, chat uh, scheduled for them on the twenty sixth and a Tuesday. And then, as a special to everyone uh, on the Discord, because we don't have conventions right now and people aren't getting to talk about you know anime and cartoons and video games, the things that uh, we do outside of the podcast, we're going to do a third special chat on Friday the 29th, also at 7 p.m. All of these are going to be at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, uh, just so we can talk. It's an all skate. <laughs> you can just ask whatever. You can talk about whatever. And it should be a lot of fun. Yeah. So if you can, please support us at uh, on our Patreon, Google Intentions. Thank you so much to everybody yeah, thank that you. is listening and being supportive and sending us good energy because Lord knows I need it technically. <laughs> and I need it just emotionally as well as... <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, it's a bit, thank you, guys. We love doing this show, but you guys can really help us make it really amazing, even more amazing than it already is. And uh, yeah. we love supporting uh, the community that's kind of grown up around it, so that'll really help. So if you can, please take part. We'd appreciate it and help us you know, come up with more content. That's right. Okay. Moving on with the rest of the show. Okay, so Amber has uh, written in before as she's the battery. Yeah. She's talked about being battery. Eileen has written in before as well. And so uh, I think it's really funny um, to do this. So our next story is from Amber. <laughs> <laughs> my the one was thing. just mentioned. I love it. I love it. I love friendship. Uh, best friends. Um, that's yes. one of my favorite things to seeing during dramatic scenes in movies or fights. Um, yes. Like Jack and I are currently working through all of the Marvel movies in chronological order, not the order that came out. <laughs> and this is definitely a Jack decision. I'm just going along with it and doing jigsaw puzzles on my iPad. So <laughs> when in Civil War... <laughs> when Tony Stark and Captain America are fighting, I just kept going, best friends! <laughs> so, just, it makes <laughs> me really so happy to do it. Um, whenever oh, there's an emotional I scene, I also shout out best friends just like that. I just really don't want anyone to be in any moment ever. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading Amber's story now. Uh, yes, I Hello, love it. Jamie, and hello, Michael. You have, hello. Read, <laughs> you have read a few of my stories, and my experience as a battery has only, a battery, has only battery. grown in these stressful times. But this particular story is in collaboration with Eileen's submission of Mother's Day weekend. Yay! Dun, dun, mm. da, da. I was there that weekend. 
In <gasps> fact, I slept over the next night. In retrospect, in retrospect, perhaps having a battery sleep over at an already active house was not a wise choice. She had told me what happened the night before, and I had previously met this spirit the last time I slept over. In fact, it was right before I met Michael at Anime New York City, and I was able to mention it to him. Oh, Hope yeah. you enjoyed the sketch I did of you both. We did. I remember the sketch, yes. but I don't remember yes. the story. Well, yeah. Um... I digress. So I was familiar with his good-natured energy and wasn't afraid of him in the slightest. But just because you're not afraid of something doesn't mean it won't creep you the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) That night, while sleeping in the spare bedroom of the home, I was awoken to the door slowly opening. My eyes peeked open, and from the corner of my room, I hear my name. Amber. What? I responded on groggy reflex before I realized what was happening. It was so cold in the room, I could see my breath. I froze. I looked over in the corner of the room and noticed the shadows seemed to have condensed into one spot, its presence filling up the entire corner of the room. I turn over, facing away from the dark figure before speaking. I'm sorry. I'm just really tired. Can you go bother Eileen? She loves this shit. I felt it. Best friends. (laughs) Best friends. I felt it leave the room and went back to sleep. I'm so used to it at this point. I didn't even tell Eileen the next day. (laughs) And I was only spurred to write about it because of her submission. I have found my candor with spirits helps me from being afraid, but it still gives me goosebumps. If anyone is a battery like I am and deals with them frequently, try talking to them out loud. Most of the time it works for me and they leave. Most of the time. Oh, yeah, it's story. It's so good. It's so good. Oh my God. Um, it's it's fucking see. funny. I love it. Yeah, and then I have a few more That's stories. That's like me. That's my thing. When I when I think there's a ghost about, I'll I'll address them pretty frankly. Yeah, um, right. Yeah. Um, I have a few more stories for you both. I look forward to sharing with you. Stay safe. Stay spooky. Send us those stories. We want to hear remember, them. Tammy, do you remember the Do you remember the show Benson about the 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 butler in yes. the governor's mansion? Like, I mean, okay, it was really. I was ready to say yes after you said Benson. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there was. Do you remember the episode where they thought like the governor's mansion was haunted by one of the former governors, and like it was really funny because Benson was the skeptic. He's like, "There's no such thing as this ghost." But it ends, and I, I don't remember all the particulars, but I remember it making quite an impression on me when I was young, watching reruns of this show late at night on I think Fox, and uh, at some point, like. There's like a water cooler in the kitchen and every like at some point earlier in the episode, like it goes bloop and everyone's like, that's the ghost. And it's a pretty funny thing because clearly it's not. But um, Benson is like up late and he's in the kitchen. Everyone else is in bed and the, the water cooler goes bloop. And he come, he goes, all right, I know you're there. Have a seat. And he just like pulls up a chair and he sits <laughs> down and talks to this chair like it's the ghost. And he's like, you got to move on. Is <laughs> <laughs> this gives this br- lovely monologue of like like you had you had a good run here, but this is you know you got you got to let someone else you know uh, take the reins for a little while. So you know thanks for your service as governor, but uh, go. And he's like, good night, sir. And it was this powerful moment where you're like, he's a total non-believer going, well, I might as well sit down and have a talk with this thing in case it's real. Yeah. I've always, I've always loved that. So whenever, you know, even though I'm, 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 you know, halfway skeptic most of the time, uh, if I believe it or if I don't, it's immaterial. I'm still like, well, let's, let's go and treat this like a real thing on the off chance that it is. Yeah. I'll sit and be like, all right, hey, you may need to talk. That's Jack with Wendy. Stop fucking calling my name in the middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah. That's Jack with Wendy right now. Yeah. I mean, he named her for Christ's sake. <laughs> but it is like it's, you know it's me with, we'll it's hear me with the Devin's movements. dress form right now yeah we'll hear all the movement upstairs 
And then uh-huh. he'll go, he'll just laugh. He'll just be like, <laughs> you heard that, right? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, okay. <laughs> he just goes on. It's like, <laughs> right. like, I'm glad you're enjoying this, Jack. I'm like, ha, ha, ha. Uh, he talks to about, he was a security guard in um, Nashville, I think. And these, yeah. um, these long hallways that he used to have to go down and they were terrifying. And he's like, I knew it was because they were dark and they were long and you could barely see the end of the hallway in this building. But you'd have to go all the way down the building and, um, you know, check these rooms and stuff. And he was like, I it, I had to force myself to do it because everything inside me was like, don't go down these hallways. But I knew that it was just my fear getting the best of me. And I was like, I wonder if you went down now, what would happen now that like you've experienced some other things, if if maybe what's scaring you would make more sense. <laughs> Whoopsie, sorry about that. <laughs> oh. oh my God, yes. I love it, I yeah. love it. Um, Have you ever heard his story I, about I, his prank that he pulled on someone? No. Oh, okay. We'll have to have him tell that story sometime. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, it's so Ooh. good. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to have him. T- it's Teaser. So Teaser. Good. It's cruel. It's so good, though. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I hate pranks. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I hate them. I hate being pranked, but I'm Me also too. like, they're so fucking mean. Yeah. It's like, there's nothing funny about it. The only The only reason you laugh at a prank is because you're not the one... Like you're laughing, you're like, <laughs> I'm glad that wasn't me that my friends just fucking poured hot water on or whatever the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Like, I hate I hate pranks. They're so mean. I but don't anyway, like them either, but I do love I'm hearing just... this one. Because <laughs> I don't know I the mean, guy. I mean, I do too. I don't know. It's yeah. Schadenfreude. Okay. All right. Uh, this next submission comes from uh, Berlin. That's the name of the person, not mm. the location. B-E-R-L-Y-N-N. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. I can't think of another way to do it. So Berlin or Berlin. Hello, Jamie and Michael from Canada. Oh, Canada. First of all, I have very little recollection of this, but it was retold to me later by both of my parents, and I've attempted to piece together their versions as well as what I do remember. When I was about two years old, we had a very active haunting in our house. We lived in a small little country cottage near a lake, and we're in the process of renovating and expanding the kitchen, so... Uh, uh, there were a lot of tools and supplies laying around. It started with the razor knife that had been found in my room. My parents thought I had taken it, scolded me, and then started putting things up higher than I could reach. A few nights later, kitchen knives surfaced in my room. Oh, fuck that. Again, I was scolded, uh, but there was a bit of a head head scratching going on since I couldn't have possibly reached the knife block. Over the next few weeks, heavier things like drywall boards and cast iron fire pokers started to show up out of the blue in my bedroom, and naturally they blamed each other. When a pair of garden shears too heavy for me to lift showed up in my room, my parents finally asked me if I knew what was going on. I simply said, Remy did it. After this, Remy, or whatever the hell this thing was, started to become more active in other areas of the house. The TV would randomly turn on, flip through every channel, and then turn off. Or it would flip on, flip to the French language channel and stay there for three seconds before turning off. My mom also <laughs> There's said— There's never anything to watch. Man, are you kidding? The French Channel has, like, the best shit. Uh, my, mom, my mom also said that, oddly enough, I would frequently say, bonjour, Rémy, to absolutely nothing at all, which was weird, considering we all know zero French, and I'd be alone <laughs> with my mom. <laughs> um, my parents' alarm clock, uh, along with anything that was on their makeshift nightstand, would be tossed onto the floor as well. My dad's pager for the fire department would, uh, would beep frantically when there would be no call. After a while, lights started to flicker in every room, even though after renovations, uh, even long after 
after renovations were done. This went on for about a year, gradually getting worse until one night, while my mom was making dinner and I was watching cartoons, everything started at once. The lights were flashing. The TV did its channel search with its volume getting unbearably loud. The pager was beeping. Magazines went flying across the room and crashing was heard from their bedroom. Suddenly, everything fell dark and silent in the room with the exception of the pager, which was still screaming at full volume from the floor of the bedroom where it had been thrown in the chaos. I remember sitting on my parents' bed while playing with the alarm clock and remember seeing letters and numbers on the underside of the board my mom was putting back on top of the wire plant stand that was their makeshift nightstand, and then started putting the contents back on again. As quickly as the incident started after that, they suddenly stopped, and I never spoke of Remy again. My parents, funnily enough, brought themselves, uh, bought themselves a new bedside table. Uh, as you may have figured out, that makeshift nightstand was in fact a Ouija board, which my parents brought, uh, bought at a garage sale as a joke. They played with it once, and when nothing happened, they figured it could uh, be put to better use elsewhere. When the strange things started to happen, it never occurred to them that it might have been caused by using the game as a table. <laughs> They consulted a priest who came out to bless the house and advised them on how to get rid of the portal, which is what the priest apparently called we it. We want to put this portal right next to our bed. <laughs> <laughs> Once everything was explained to them, uh, they tried to burn the board and the wood stove and the fire pit in our backyard, but curiously, it wouldn't burn while, it, while in or near our house. Oof. So my dad then took the board to a sand pit down the beach and burned it until there was nothing but ashes. He replaced the stand, and we never spoke of the stupid Ouija board again. Well, almost never again. When I was six, I was helping my parents clean up the attic space over their bedroom and came across the planchette from the board, which they never destroyed. I have never seen my parents both suddenly turn as pale as they did when I held up the little piece of plastic and declared, we should play. <laughs> Thank you both for your amazing podcast and keep up the great work. Berlin. Oh, yeah, it's a good story. So creepy. I love it. You know, it makes I love me think it. the, um, that perhaps the reason that perhaps uh, uh, Remy wasn't necessarily introduced by the Ouija board, but maybe the Ouija board allowed Remy to be seen and heard. So the reason that you couldn't burn it close to the house was because Remy wouldn't let you. You had to leave like beyond where Remy could follow to burn it. And then Remy couldn't be seen, but maybe, maybe Remy's still there. I, maybe I'm skeptical yeah. about Ouija boards in general, like I, I, as portals to like. I mean, there's this, this right. th- th- sort of thing that I don't know. I I get it, but there's still just letters on a fucking block of wood right. or plastic, as the case may be. So I think maybe, but maybe Remy was like, "What? That's what are you doing with a perfectly good Ouija board? You could be talking to me, right? And you're using it as a fucking nightstand." So maybe Remy was like, "Hey, use this, use this." I don't. I think. I mean, I think you can communicate with spirits in any number of ways. Um, because the Ouija board is a total invention. Like, it doesn't come from, like, pagan no. times. It's a fucking, it was fucking invented in, like, the fucking early 20th century. And incidentally, did you know it's called a Ouija board? Because uh, the word Ouija doesn't exist. It means nothing. It only signifies that game because it's the word yes in French and German slapped together. Yeah. Oui right. and ja. And so it's Ouija, Ouija board. And But it's the fucking Parker Brothers game. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so but I don't they know. did. So they I, have I think, used but things think, like that to communicate for a very long th- long time. They, they have different, so, th- all sorts of different things. My, so I think it's, it's point, not so much the board itself. I yeah. think it's the uh, importance people attach to it that right. gives it power. That's my point. My point is not that it's the Ouija board itself that did it. It's that the Ouija board became a vessel that Remy could communicate through. And that, yeah, and yeah. not all, it's not only that they opened it up. But it's that Remy was con- 
believed they had to have. It's like in the Thor movies. <laughs> with, with Mjolnir <laughs> was clap, to clap teach him. if you believe in Thor. That's right. Oh, wait, uh, different, different right. mythology. Mjolnir uh, was um, a way for him to focus. The hammer was a way mm-hmm. for him to focus his power and use it. He thought he had to have it to use the power, but he really didn't need it the whole time. And maybe that's the thing with Remy is Remy thought that she had to have a way to communicate. And now that the Ouija board was there, she believed, okay, now I can do all of these things and be seen and be heard. And that's why it never had anything to do with the Ouija board. It's the way that, like, this is my movie, of and, course. And, it's right. Remy's perspective and, of it. In my movie, I'm going to go one further. In my movie, <laughs> Remy is just pissed about being ignored because he's like, oh, you don't believe in ghosts? What about this fucking thing, asshole? And so he's constantly reminding them, oh, you don't believe in ghosts? Oh, you're too good to talk to me? Well, fuck you and your Ouija board then. Right. Like, <laughs> also, I enjoy that in, in our movies, like my movie, Remy is a girl, and in your movie, Remy is a boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Remy, Remy is is a is a neutral gender neutral name. That's true. That's true. Well, yeah. I just think maybe and most perhaps, everyone I've ever met. Perhaps uh, yeah, we're maybe I, uh, identifying with Remy more than we are <laughs> with Berlin. I just, I'm, I, if I were a ghost, that's the kind of shit I would do. I would knock over the Ouija board to be like, just to make them. Oh, like they're this is gonna really freak them out. Yeah. So I'm gonna fuck with the Ouija board because they already attached this importance to right. it. <laughs> and then and then, but then you would be like, God, will you burn that already so I can. Stop having to do all this shit. <laughs> I, it's funny too. Also, the burning thing. Like, if if it's a, if a, a polished piece of wood doesn't burn very easily, so by the mm-hmm. time Dad took it out to the beach, it was probably the you know, fired up enough that it was like, yeah. So whatever. But maybe they got Remy got the message and was like, okay, you don't want to talk, then fine, fuck you. I, guess that's I, fine. I I know when I'm not wanted. Yeah, but you know, it's also that thing too where Remy can't leave and go to the beach because it's like the others where you every time yeah, you try to go. Yeah. That's such a great way to show like you you're stuck to this this area. Oh, such my a God. cool. So if you haven't seen I the love, others, that's one it. of my favorite haunted house movies. Me too. Ever. Same, same. It's so yes. good. But anyway, so it's like it's like pretty it's pretty perfect. Yeah, yeah, great stories, you guys. Keep them coming. Yeah, thank you. Really nice stuff coming oh. in. Um. Let's see. We have our chat tomorrow night. If you're on the Discord, that's the All Skate. So it's going to be like our— What time is that? It's at 7 p.m. We're going to get it right. 7 p.m. Central Time. Central. Uh, Tomorrow night, we will have that. Um, For our patrons, if you want to join, of course, like the commercial has said, uh, go to patreon.com slash intentions, and it'll be right there. Um, And I think it's at the $8 tier and above. You can join the Discord. And and be part of our little our little family there. Our little fa- our little, fun little family. family. That's right. Um so yeah, uh, uh submit your stories, goalintentions.com. The uh, submit your stories link in the menu. It's it's pretty clear cut. <laughs> it's pretty simple yes. to do. If we can do it, you can do it. That's we right. promise. That's right. So uh check that out. Thank you guys for listening, for all your support. Um, and for understanding why we needed a vacation day on Monday as well. <laughs> but we will be back next Monday with a new episode we're very excited about. We've been talking about it yeah. already. So yes, 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 should be, yes, yes. should be a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. We are going back to Hollywood for those of you who have requested it. So. Ah. Yay. All right. On that note, stay safe. Stay spooky. And remember... It's okay to sleep with the lights on.